Welcome to the Uncle Jim Effect podcast. I'm your host. My name is Dennis Deloach, and uh, this is episode number 28, and it is called Honest Self-Assessment, the three questions you must discuss and answer for yourself. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, Thank you so much for all the success we're having. If you would do me a favor, would you please subscribe below and Leave a comment and like our podcast. We're also available now on Apple Podcast and Spotify. The purpose of the Uncle Jim Effect podcast is to create opportunities for more than a million people to realize their God-given potential and to maximize that potential in the service of their family, their friends, and their neighbors. And as we do so, we will create a significant movement in this world, what we're calling a tsunami of hope. And uh, you and I will be a big part of that. And don't think that it can't happen because it will and it absolutely is. But it all starts with you and it starts with me. And an honest self-assessment is one of those first things that you have to do. So what is an honest self-assessment? It's exactly what it says. We have to assess ourselves honestly and we do it within our heart and our mind, and no one knows about what we go through and what we think about and whether we know what we're doing behind the scenes or not other than us. Now, there are absolutely critical times where we have to have external assessment, and that's with coaches and mentors, and we're actually gonna talk about that in our next podcast. So today we're gonna talk about honest self-assessment. And what are the three questions that we ask ourselves? I'm going to show you my phone. I've got a little comment on there. And it says, the only thing standing between you and your goal is the BS story you keep telling yourself. And so every time I open my phone, it reminds me that the only thing standing between where I am right now and where I want to be are the excuses and the BS story that I keep telling myself. So my one of my questions to you is what what story are you telling yourself? Because it's not true. It's absolutely not true. There is absolutely zero reason or excuse to achieve any 10x goal that you establish in your life. Absolutely none. And it's been proven not by me, but by tens of thousands, if not millions of people throughout time with all the great accomplishments uh, that, that humans have performed. So this concept I learned from my great friend and mentor, Tom Shea. Uh, he was a Navy SEAL for 23 years and led the sniper program for a few years and trained a lot of the, the people that you probably heard of their names. But this concept comes from Tom, and so I want him to have the credit for that. But I've kind of applied it in my life, and so I want to talk to you about that. So, again, there's three questions. The first question is, what are you willing to let go to have the life you want? What are you willing to let go of in your life that is stopping you, bringing you down from having the life that you want? Now, let's talk first about the life that you want. Do you even know what life you want? Because if you have not sat down and written it on a piece of paper and then thrown that paper away and 10 x that goal, then you are not even in the beginning part of that. 
And it's as simple as stepping back and realizing what is it in life that I want? What's important to me? And it nobody can answer that but you. And that's sometimes part of the hardest journey we have in life is to determine what is my purpose in life. <coughs> Excuse me. But first and foremost, remember that whatever it is, the first goal that you write is generally way, way, way short of what you uh, can actually achieve. And we believe here at the, the Uncle Jim Effect podcast that that concept of 10x is absolutely true and absolutely how we want to run our lives. And so sit down, write that paper. What is your purpose and what is the goal? So what are you willing to let go? So what that means is, uh, do you have the faith? to look at those things and honestly assess yourself and say, what is stopping me from getting my health back, losing weight, getting that degree, doubling my income, getting that new job, becoming a marathon runner, anything you can insert into the blank. What is stopping you from doing it? Are you willing to have the faith to give up scrolling social media for hours a day, watching TV, eating cheeseburgers, uh, procrastinating, planning to perfection instead of performing simple, simply. What are you willing to let go of in life so that you can get those obstacles out of the way to free your mind, to free your time, to free your energy, to create self-esteem and to move forward and do those things? There's a quote, and it's uh, by the famous uh, person, Anonymous. It said, let go and let the universe do its thing. Isn't that awesome? Let go, give up control, trust the process. The universe or God in my, my life knows what he is doing. Let go of the control that we as mere mortal humans that make so many mistakes, let go of it, trust the process and let God do his thing. And by letting go, what we're doing is absolutely giving up those things that are getting in our way. So whatever that might be, it might be uh, a relationship from way back. It might be a grudge that you're holding on to. It might be, uh, again, the big time wasters that we've talked about. It might be uh, fear. Anything that you need to let go of, you need to determine if this is truly the 10x goal I want in life, then you have to say, am I willing to give up those things? Uh, and part of that process, when we decide to do that, a big part of letting go is having coaches and mentors. Those are people that absolutely know how to help you overcome obstacles and how to let go of bad habits, bad things, and how to move forward with those positive things. Uh, Anonymous had another quote. Sometimes letting go, I'm sorry, sometimes letting things go is an act of far greater power than defending or hanging on to those. Think about that. Letting go, and we all know that, is a far greater power and has a much greater hold and has such a detrimental effect on us than to simply 
let them go. And so it's powerful. We've got to get those out. What are you willing to let go of to have the life that you want? The second question, what is it like for you to notice that you are not living your best life? To sit back and know what it's like for you, absolutely knowing that I'm capable of doing this, but I'm not. I'm falling short. What does that do and what does that feel like? And that's part of the pain in the process I remember going through as I worked with Tom is uh, as only a Navy SEAL can do, they they bring it and put it right in your face. And you go through and discuss and bring up every weakness and moment that you've had and they bring it to you and say, what is it like for you to notice you're not living your best life? Because once you experience that pain and realize that I am not living my best life, then that motivates you and gets you going on the path to getting to that best life again. But that all started with what we talked about, what the first question is, do I have written down 10X goals and what is the purpose of my life? Uh, Underneath this second question, the first question was talking about faith. This second question is talking about regret. So if you're not living your best life, that is an absolute regret and some of the worst pain you can have in your life is the regret of not performing up to your ability, right? And so that's a pain that we all have experienced, but it is not something we should dwell on. We should use it as a motivating force to get us to the next level, but we should not beat ourselves up about that. And so I I love, uh, well, with regret, regret is basically sadness or disappointment over a loss or missed opportunity, right? Sadness or disappointment. And and I love this quote. I don't know who said it, but there are two, uh, you will experience one of two pains in life. There's only two that you're gonna experience. One is the pain of discipline or regret. And think about that. So, it's absolutely, in this example, getting up early in the morning, going and working out and eating the right foods and get, get going to your doctor's appointments and getting your blood drawn and establishing that and then actively, proactively taking care of your health and staying healthy and doing all the things you possibly can is a pain of discipline, a pain to get up and to do those things when your friends are sleeping in and your friends are eating cheesecake and over and over and over. That is a pain of discipline. But if you don't do that, the pain you're going to have is the regret when you have a heart attack or when you're overweight or when you don't have self-confidence and you don't feel good about how you look. One of two pains we will experience in life is a pain of discipline or regret. Which one are we going to choose to do? So settle, I'm sorry, decide right now that you will not settle for mediocrity. We are a 10x group here. We set our goals so high that it almost embarrasses us and we don't want anyone to know what they are. And if that's the kind of goal you have, then you're absolutely in the right area. And so what is it like for you to notice you're not living your best life? Hopefully it is a painful thought because we can change that. We're going to change our pain from regret to discipline. And we've talked a lot about that, but we're going to talk more about it in the future. 
And finally, the third question that uh, my good friend and mentor Tom uh, asked me was, what is preventing you from being the man or woman you know that you are? So deep down inside, we all know what our strengths are. And this isn't boastful. This isn't bragging. But we all know, hey, I can be a good person or I could really, really benefit mankind by doing these things. I'm really good at making people feel good about themselves. I'm really good at being behind the scenes and supporting people. Or I'm really good with children or I'm a really good leader. I'm really good at whatever that is. What is preventing you from being the man or woman you are? So if you've ever in your life said, you know, this, this just isn't me. I, there's got to be more to this. I, I don't feel like I'm pushed. I don't feel like I'm actually realizing my God-given potential. How do we answer that? What's your self-assessment? First of all, it's a self-worth question to really, truly discuss what is preventing you from being the man or woman that you are, that you know you are. Self-worth only allows us to accomplish in life to the level that we believe we deserve. Let me say that again. In life, we only achieve success to the level that we believe we deserve. And so what does that mean? If we don't believe we deserve abundance, joy, happiness, fun, uh, abundance again. If we don't believe we deserve those things, we will absolutely self-sabotage ourselves on that path. And that is an absolutely real concept. Sir Edmund Hillary, who along with the Sherpa, was the first person to summit Mount Everest, the tallest point on earth, the mountain where I think hundreds of people have died over the years trying to get there. And this was in the 1950s. Uh, obviously, before technology, no one had ever done it. It's the greatest height and obstacle in the, in the world. Uh, I don't know that they had Gore-Tex or <laughs> down coast. I know they didn't have satellites to do those type of things. So this was absolutely not only unbelievable, but it was the first time it had been done. And that man said this, again, remembering that he went up the tallest mountain first before any of the conveniences we had. And he said, it is not the mountain we conquer, but ourselves. So this man climbed the hardest, biggest, tallest mountain in the whole planet and did it before any and all of these uh, tech uh, tech gadgets and satellites and trainings and uh, Gore-Tex and oxygen and all of those things. He did it before any of that. And he said, it is not the mountain we conquer, but ourselves. We must conquer ourselves to become the man or woman that we know that we can be. And that starts with self-worth. So how do we determine our self-worth? 
I'll tell you how I do. If left to my own device, my mind goes to all of the mistakes that I've made in life. And my mind goes to all of the weaknesses that I know about, that most people know about. There's, there's some weaknesses I have that people don't know about, but I do. My mind goes to that little devil on your shoulder that says, you can't do this. Who are you kidding? 10x goal? Are you kidding? You're from a dysfunctional family in a little town and no one in your family has ever gone to college. Uh, you've got the addictive gene in your family. Uh, all of those things. And so we get beaten down with that self-worth concern. But how I've decided to answer that and why 100% why I'm doing this podcast is because my self-worth isn't based on what I can do because I'm so limited what I can do. But I know that my God-given potential means that I literally am a child or a son of God. And because of that fact, not because of me, and because God tells me that I have unlimited capability and that I can do anything I set my mind to, and that he, the creator of the universe, has a plan for me that not even I can comprehend. It's so much greater than I can imagine. Then I believe that. And so I hold on to that in spite of all those issues that I mentioned. So don't think that on a daily basis, I don't fight the self-worth concern. I do just like you do, but the point of this podcast and the thing you need to learn is that hold on to that you are a son or a daughter of God and have God-given potential in you and that the creator of the universe absolutely has a plan for you and is helping you and is cheering you on and has a plan that is so much grander than you can imagine. Hold on to that, even in spite of all the other things. Uh, And then as I was thinking, I've quoted a lot of people. I love having these quotes because they just, I, they apply to me and I, I just feel like I can internalize it. Well, I came up with my own quote and uh, I even wrote the quote and then I put, by me. So anyway, I put realization that you and only you control your destiny is the most powerful moment in your life. It's absolutely true. And as soon as you realize that not society, not social media, not Facebook, not your neighbor, not your mom, dad, brother, sister, not your spouse, nobody but you and only you control your destiny. And once you realize that, that's the most powerful moment in your life. Why is that true? Because one, you realize when I say that you control it, it's you and God that control it. So based on the potential he's given you, you can do anything in your life. If you will get rid of those things in your life that aren't doing good things for you and wasting your time. If you will have the pain of discipline and not regret, if you will realize your self-worth, if you will do those things and decide in that moment that I'm the one that controls my destiny. I'm the one that decides what I do at 24 hours a day. I'm the one that chooses to do or not do. 
once you realize that life changes and that truly will become the most powerful moment in your life. It was for me. Um, again, we're in a partnership, not only with our friends, not only with our family, not only with all the other humans on this planet, but most importantly with God. God has given us the ability and the potential to be like him. And that for us to be the best person we can be, we need to go through those three questions and answer them honestly. And, and talk about with somebody that you trust to give you an honest feedback and talk to them after you've gone through it yourself and you come up with your answers and solutions. If you uh, feel so inclined, and I would, find someone you trust, not that will say what you want to hear, but they will love you enough and care about you enough that will be honest with you to get you on the right path. So again, those three questions, what are you willing to let go of to have the life you want? And that's a faith question. Number two, what is it like for you to notice and what do you feel when you are not living your best life? And we talked about regret. And then finally, question number three, what is preventing you from being the man or woman you know you are? And that was the self-worth issue. You got this. Listen to this podcast again. But I want, what I want you to take from this is this is not a hard process. It literally comes down to a simple decision in your mind. And I know that because I've done it over and over. The decision is this. Am I happy and content where I'm at? If you are, continue down that path. If you are not, simply decide, not tomorrow, not this afternoon, but as of right now, things change. And the first thing you need to do is to sit down and decide, not with some elaborate, thought out, typed up, perfect grammar statement, but in your mind, what is your purpose in life? And what comes to your mind that when you think about that is what you need to base it on. And that purpose is what every decision you make in life is going to get judged and filtered through. So if in my example, if it's I want to help a million people realize their God-given potential and magnify that potential, then as I set things I do in my life, activities, I have to run a bike. Does that fulfill my purpose? And if it does, I do it. And if it does not, then I move on. And so I want you to understand that everything we do here is based on not our own strengths, um, not our tremendous abilities, but our God-given potential. And in that vein, the potential that God has given us, he has a plan for us, and we absolutely will not fail if we will have the courage to let go, if we will have the courage to uh, experience the pain of discipline, and then if we will have the realization that only I and you control our destiny. You can do this. This is good stuff. Decide right now before you get off this podcast. 
make a commitment to do it. That literally is the most powerful moment of your life. And once you do, it's going to get hard, but it's a, it's a simple heart. If that makes sense, it's not hard in the sense of what you have to do. It's hard because your old self, the world, and all of that's going to come barreling down on you. You just need to simply realize that answer those three questions and you got this. Thank you. Please uh, subscribe. Please share this with your family and friends if it's got value for you and continue to support this. And uh, I am so grateful for what you've done for me. And I'm grateful for this opportunity to spend time together. And remember to always do the best you can and realize you deserve this. Thank you. Have a great uh, week and we will talk to you soon.